Welcome to the Marketing Foundations podcast, hosted by Dr. Sandy Luck, professor of marketing at the University of North Dakota, entrepreneur, owner of Bully Brew Coffee, and proud bulldog mama. I'm your co-host, Brad Schmidt, and we're both very glad you're joining us as Dr. Luck endeavors to expand your understanding of the basic concepts, ideas, and application of marketing in an ever-changing marketplace. So be ready to listen fast, because as always, there's a lot to talk about in today's episode. Welcome to the final episode, I guess, technically. I think, you know, uh, I think we need to maybe consider continuing this, not necessarily for the class, but just because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Yeah. and we'll see what we can do with it. So the final episode for this particular purpose for your marketing class, which is the Marketing Foundation's uh, 301... 305? 305? Yeah. What's, three, what's the difference? 301, because I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> numbers right. are hard. And it... So, yeah, you, you have particular numbers that fit with particular classes. Oh, okay. And so. I'm not one of them that always knows what it is. So somebody <laughs> will say, I took 310. Remind me. <laughs> and so that voice is Sandy Luck. <laughs> she is the perfect marketing foundations at University of North Dakota. And also in the studio, we have one of your system, Andrew, yet earlier, but his name is not Andrew. It's nope. Patrick. And so now that the listeners are also confused as what his name is, Patrick, welcome and thanks for coming. Thank you. So um, I've got a few questions. So throughout the, 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 the last 15 weeks, we've been talking about all these things with marketing. We've come up with a couple of different definitions. You've kind of explained and defined what's Dr. Luck. Um, and we've said that marketing is everything. But a couple of weeks ago, we came up with the concept mm. that marketing is intentional. And that was an interesting concept to me. So, Patrick, I want to ask you this question. You think of marketing, what what do you what would you say as a student is probably the most important part that you've learned in this? Like if I'm gonna take the one thing away from this class, what is it? Well, I guess like going into the class, I really just kind of looked at it as advertising because mm. that's just all I'd known without taking any marketing-based classes. And we've talked about that. That's we what did. most people believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then kind of now going through it, I guess I realize how much as a consumer I'm being studied and tracked and <laughs> almost feels like taking advantage of. <laughs> but like, you oh, know, no. after talking about topics in class, then I'll go to the store and I'll see things that they put next to each other where I went to buy one and then I walk out with both or I get directed to a different aisle then. Right. And so I guess kind of just learning how much there is beneath the surface in marketing. Yeah. And, and I think for me, the thing that's helped me is I, I've started looking at things. And when they see companies do that, I've started looking at things because I do radio and I'm trying to build my own brand as a talk show host and all of that sort of thing. And even if we just start with the podcast, how do we market this? I look at that and go, dude, that's something we could create T-shirts that that would, you know, that the listeners would want to be a part of. We could create mugs that we could sell with our logo and we could do like all of these things. I'm like, oh, I could put your logo on a pretzel stick or whatever. Like (laughs) all these silly things that you could to to expand your market and your reach in the market. Exactly. That people have already done and you just didn't pay attention to it because a lot of the marketing that is done around us we as consumers we're not thinking yeah. about it it's not intentional to us thing there's nothing new under the sun yeah everybody and, and i think i mentioned this picasso he said a, a <sighs> good a good artist uh artist steals this mm-hmm. is what picasso said so. i was just i just mentioned this because i was upset and happy at the same time but this morning when i was browsing through linkedin i saw panera uh, he created this cool campaign Ugly mug contest. Uh, I said ugly and I was sweater like, contest. Oh man, that was so I good. I can't believe I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can still do it. I can, but I can't because, right, you know, as Oh, there is area. one here in town, isn't there? Yeah. But it is a great idea. But yeah, yeah you're right. They're, you know, you yeah. just kind of change it around. Not- you know what you could do? Bully Brew, the ugly dog. Oh, yeah, that's good. 
That's good. The ugly dog sweater contest. Put your dog in an ugly mm-hmm. sweater and post a picture on our Facebook page. Oh, that's going to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll put a little credit. It does ugly dog sweaters. It can be your ugly. Just put on your yeah. dog and make a funny picture. Well, it can sometimes dogs are ugly. And I know that some people think my dogs are ugly. But here's what you got to do. Here's how you get people in the store. Bring your ugly dog sweater to the store for a dollar off of your favorite yeah, coffee yeah. or something like Public that. Public health should not be listening to this at this moment. No, just bring a picture in. Oh, just the picture. Bring, yeah, gotcha. just bring your gotcha. dog on your phone and okay. show us that you actually took a picture of your dog and we'll give you a, a discount. Yeah, good idea. Because you're right. Because you, so you have learned. learned. You, you want learned. them in the store. Coffee if they're just That's posting so on Facebook. Great. Right? You're one thing about building brand, because this mm-hmm. is the stuff that we've talked about. You're building a brand. That's important. And brand uh, recognition and top of mind and all that kind of stuff. But- you want them in the store. Yeah, you want the trans- that conversion to sales so that increase your sales because yeah. otherwise any business who doesn't increase their sales, they're they're not going to make it. Yeah. Does it work for cats? Do you, oh. Would you accept if the, they bring a cat picture, ugly cat? I have to because some of my employees have cats. Oh, okay. All right. But so, I, they say that. I don't know if they tell me that just to make me oh, happy. Mine, yeah. Mine totally does. I, I'll have to tell you some of the story. I have a weird cat. Like yeah. it, it's the strangest thing. It Do you think it me. wanted to be a dog at uh, some maybe. point? Maybe. I don't know. It's Maybe it's, is it a, I don't know, is that, this is going to get me in trouble. <laughs> is, it a, is, it a, is it a trans species cat? Is this it, is going to get yeah, in trouble. So, let's go all back. Right, let's move back on. Uh, all yeah, right. that was a so, squirrel. Marketing. Marketing. Um, uh, when when we start talking about all of these these assignments and things like that, has there something in the marketing class that assignment went oh this was a this was something that i i will whatever i do in in life whether it's going into sports or going into you know banking or whatever that i'll probably take with me um we did an assignment where we had to go to a restaurant and kind of ate a meal but we were taking notes and observing what we saw and heard and i ended up going to denny and i sat right by the uh to the kitchen uh, and that way i could hear all the conversations going on in the kitchen uh, and that kind of made me realize like even when you think you're behind closed doors you're still obviously you're still representing your restaurant while you're there and i went yeah. right before closing time and and i could hear people just like kind of talking about like get the customers mouth we're coming out to clean they were vacuuming they were kind of hurting us out the door 15 uh, 20 minutes before they closed and so i guess just kind of realizing even when i think i'm Alone, I need to watch what I say when I'm anywhere that can be That's in public. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That I, and that is an important part of marketing. That's absolutely. some of the. Uh, that wouldn't be under internet. Oh, absolutely. What, because okay. what he learned was that you do have to, just like you said, watch what you say because customers are always listening. And if he was not doing this as an assignment, he might be offended. Mm. You know, they might have said something about either a particular customer or they might have said something that offends him. Um, and of course that's going to go back to yeah, either a yeah. one to say, Hey, I heard what they were talking. So when, when we start talking about assignments, it's easy for the students because they just have to essentially do what they're told. You have to kind of come up with some of these assignments. <laughs> what's, what's been your kind of favorite approach to assignments? Mm-hmm. What's the one that Real stuff, uh, anything and assignments come to me. Just as I'm shopping or as I'm, you know, sometimes even when we've been talking, I have some new ideas. Yeah. And it it's not always just Mark 5, you know. There's other classes other as well. Classes. Yeah. That's how I teach is I teach with projects. Well, and, the, and practicality is, is an important part of teaching. And this is not really necessarily a marketing discussion, but as a former pastor, I said if, when I was preaching, if, I always said if, if you can't take what I'm telling you today in the real world and, and, and do make your life better or do something, then 
don't bother. Right. It's a way I'm wasting your time and, and, you know, and, and let me know, Hey, that was a you know great inspirational message, but what was the practicality mm-hmm. of it? So there really is, you can't use it in practice. There's no, there's really point. Cause I think about way back when, when I was a young kid and I would go to church and I remember listening thinking, I have no idea about that to me. And as I grew older and I, you would have youth ministers, then they would teach you, you know, here's what this is. This is what it means to you yeah. in real life. And I think that you know, yeah. that's, that's a good example of the world of marketing. Yep. I, I One of the benefits I have is owning the business and right. I can relate. I'm not, I'm not trying to teach them about coffee. I'm trying to teach them about business. And sometimes there is, it gets a little messy and that's because that's what I know. I know right. coffee. Yeah. You know, I don't know farming. I don't know that equipment piece. I don't know, you know, much about RDO. I've learned from other people yeah. about it, but I do think that creating that ability to bridge something that is in the textbook to what it really is in real life. Right. Well, and I think most people can relate to coffee anyway. Most of us drink coffee at some point. You know, we're yeah. Americans. This is if what not, we recognize. If not coffee, like fast food or, you know, a cafe or, you know, even if it's like shakes right now, the Herbalife shakes is the biggest thing. Or yeah. I can't, you know. So, Andrew, I, we talked a little. No. Andrew, why do I, I don't keep know. calling him Andrew? Why? Let's, let's rename him Andrew? Pat, Andrew no. Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, when... Um, the the uh, as soon as I said it, I heard it too. I'm like <laughs> Andrew. Um, so kind of look like an Andrew. Has anybody ever called you Andrew? No, no, <laughs> no, it's, no. Okay. So so we talked a little bit before we got started as we were kind of prepping for this. You, we talked about products that you use and things like that. And I asked the question, what is a product that you use based on like a commercial or or some sort of marketing campaign? You have one of those. Tell us about that because I have one too. <laughs> so I bought like a corksicle, which is a hard-sided koozie yeah. for like a thin or regular can. And I got one at the accounting fair, but it didn't have the top I wanted. So then I saw an advertisement for the full one and I bought it. Now, was it something you wanted <laughs> or was yep. it? You I ordered it from Amazon. Okay, then. so it was a click-on kind of purchase. Yep. And so I, I, I bought mine from an advertisement as well, but it was an in-store display. I had a gift. A, a local, uh, well, it's a good store. Mm-hmm. Had a gift card, and like they had this really cool display set up with all of, like you could try out the lid. Like mine has like a little locking thing on the did lid. Did you notice and, it before you went to Shields, or did that display that catch display your eye? in the ah. store caught my eye as I was because I I literally I had a hundred dollar gift card that I had spent most of it, and I think I had twelve or thirteen dollars left on it, and I'm like I'm literally walking through the store like I need to buy something so I can use this up and get this <laughs> card out of my wallet, and I walk by I'm like. Ooh, that looks cool. And so I started looking through it. And then I, you could, like, say, you could try out the little lids. You could see different, because this has, like, interchangeable lids. It's got a lid that you can use it like a coffee mug. And it's got a lid that you can use it like a, like a hard-sided koozie and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, it was really a store display that caught my eye. I think and, this is great, because let me ask one more quick question before you continue. How much was that? Uh, I think it was nineteen ninety nine. Oh, yeah. So you just paid a little bit more. Yeah, I did. I did spend card. a little extra above the 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 coffee mug. Shields did or good. Above the gift card. Yeah. Yeah, Shields did good because that's yeah. the goal, right? Yeah. The goal is that you use your gift card, but then you use even more, more. than what you would. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Sorry. Which is, I you almost <laughs> knocked something over here in the studio. But this is a product you were talking about. These mm-hmm. these chocolate covered pretzels. So. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the lesson that you were thinking well, these so chocolate covered pretzels. We talk a lot about products. We talk about, you know, why we're intrigued with them. I mean, you were intrigued because of the advertising or you saw as the display, you probably saw something 
Patrick, on, you know, I mean, obviously you you saw it first when the accounting department had it, and like you said, at the career fair, but then you also went online and specifically found it, and you found which one you wanted. Sometimes there's products out there are easy, easy or convenient, and mm-hmm. that's a reason why we purchase them. And I was just shopping somewhere, and they had this little, I don't know, container of chocolate-covered pretzels, and I bought them. And I think they were ten ninety nine, and I think there's six or eight of them in this little thing, right? And as I this morning, I was thinking, this is so dumb because I, I needed to bring something to share, right? Because right. we knew that Patrick was coming and we need to feed him. So we fed him chocolate pretzels. It was either that or strawberries. <laughs> Might not be proud of me, but that's okay. So, uh, but I'm, I'm thinking about these going, these are like probably two cents if I would make it right. them at home. Yeah, because you buy the bag of pretzel sticks for 99 cents and you exactly. get 100 of them or whatever. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so think about how many, pro- you know, not just pretzel sticks, but products that we purchase because it's convenient. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, right. that might, might be an opportunity. the beauty opportun- of living in a country like the United States is exactly. we have the luxury of buying convenience. Right. It might be an opportunity for a entrepreneur to say, let's think about what do I do that could be convenient for people so they have to work hard or they don't have to go the extra mile or maybe they already do. And so, you know, just just that thought process and everything comes from convenience. Think about even with COVID, how it's changed to more convenient, mm. the pickup, you know, the deliveries. I mean, all of those things have happened because we needed to make it more convenient for people. But products, yeah. this is not something that we always use a strength. And I would say the strength of the product is it's convenient. Yep. Yeah, I so, don't have to spend an hour trying to mm-hmm. get the consistency just right. And right. and I have, so to add in a little perspective, I have been recently learning how to use different, because I've been losing weight. I'm down about 30 pounds in the last three months or whatever. And one of the things that I've been doing is I learned how to make these peanut butter bars with a chocolate thing on top, but it's all sugar-free and whatnot. And melting chocolate is actually kind of difficult. Consistency, right? Because chocolate will temper. If you get it too hot, it gets clumpy. If you don't get it hot enough, it doesn't play and it doesn't pour right and all that kind of stuff. And it can be very tricky. So I don't have to spend a couple of hours nope. learning how to melt chocolate and get it just right. I can just go spend an extra three or four dollars for a for a two or three cent item and chocolate covered pretzels. And, and and I'm willing to pay for that. Exactly. And so what that's saying for us as marketing is think about convenience. Think about what your target audience yep. can It's not just always about price point exactly, or Exactly. No. Whatever. Sometimes they don't even look at the price. Sometimes it's just, oh, this is a perfect- Oh, I buy things all the time and, and mm-hmm. get to the checkout counter and go, ooh, how much is that? Yeah. <laughs> Students do that? Do you feel like you as a student- check price or do you feel comfortable just picking up and going? I mean, I'm, I'm really like numbers conscious yeah. with oh, being a math and accounting yeah. background. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I kind of track all that, but I definitely know, like I'd say my generation as a whole definitely is just grown up accustomed to being able to get one. Mm-hmm. So now we go out and we just grab. Right. Yeah. I think so too. I think that right now this generation just do a lot of convenient shopping. Yep. And, oh, I totally do, and I'm yeah. not even. And I'm, I'm a, I'm a. We've talked about Gen X slash millennial kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't. Most of the time, prices. I mean, unless it's a product that I've been researching or whatever. I, I you know, I but just, go back to your days of when you were in college. Oh yeah, when I was broke, everything that like it yeah. was, it was yeah. When I was when I was a young kid, when my wife and I, so my wife and I, when we moved to Colorado, we had I was twenty two, she was twenty. We had a brand new baby. 
Um, she weren't, and I hadn't gotten a job yet. And when we moved there, cause I was moving there for college and like, we actually, we were for a time and like, I was like, I mean, every penny, like we went out to the car one night. It's a great story. I don't know. Yeah, we got time. So, <laughs> so we went, so the, I, I worked full time, went to college during the evenings and then went home and the only time we had time to, uh, grocery shopping was usually like at 10 o'clock when I got done with class at 10 o'clock at night. Our two-year-old daughter in the car seat and we would drive to Walmart at 10 o'clock at night and go shopping. And so go shopping, get all of our groceries and check out. And we get out to the car and I can't, we bought two bags of bread and two loaves of, or two bags of hamburger buns and couldn't find it. It wasn't in the cart, wasn't in the trunk, was it could, hmm. don't know where it went. So I went back inside. I'm like, hey, I don't know what happened. But, and it was like, Three dollars. Any other day, I would have said, "Let's just we'll get it <laughs> yeah. later." Twelve o'clock at night, I just want to go home. Hey, I can't find her bread. We don't know what happened. It must have got lost here somewhere between checking out. No go grab it, right? So go grab two more loaves of bread and two more bags of buns. Throw it in the car. Go home. Unload all the groceries, and we find four bags of bread and four or four bags of buns and four loaves of bread. So now it's almost one in the morning. And I have to drive back to Walmart. You are so ethical. And tell them, hey, I need to return these loaves of bread because we here it is. And told them the whole story. And the lady behind the 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 counter at the service in Walmart is just looking at me with like deer in the head. Like she's like, what are you? I'm like, well, I didn't pay for this. Like, I, I, I can't take it yeah. back. It's it's food item that's been out of the store. I can't take it back. I said, well, at least let me pay for it then. And she's uh, it's more, ha- just take it home. <laughs> like it's not worth my time, but that was, you know, so yeah. I was so numbers conscious then because yeah. I was broke. And then of course, trying yeah, going to college to be a pastor. I had like, yeah, you had to be ethical. unethically. No, take you didn't bread. have to, you, you were a good human. That well, was really good. But, yeah. But that, but that, like that was so, yes, I do understand. But now ha- having, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly in a much better financial position. I haven't been on food stamps in 25 yeah, years yeah, and whatnot, yeah. but like, that yes, I don't know how that relates to marketing. But no, yeah, I I, just, I think it's are important because then oh, we I, understand who our target audience is. I was gonna say that's it's target audience. Selling to someone who is a broke college student, if that's your target mm-hmm. audience, you can't be selling a thousand dollar Rolex watch. Right. And yeah. I think that brings me to us, <laughs> and I use those words: get outside of your college student body, mm. right? To think about who your target audience is. One of the issues is exactly what you was Patrick you just said that you yourself is you know you're number conscious because of accounting and because you've been taught that way but the generation as a whole likes the convenience and will just pay for things and because they don't care and I think that's what the confusion is when people are marketing to college students because college students normally do not have the money yeah so they're not the ones that you're going to have all of opportunities for to purchase a high-end product yeah. or service but, but if that's your target audience you but have now to, it's changing times yeah. are changing where they do have the money so it, this is where i think it's confusing because it would be interesting to see at the university of north dakota what is the percentage of people who do spend because they're mm, able there's no church. exactly i know i should have one of my or the ones who, you know, are really budget conscious and thinking about it. And you saw this yesterday in class, Patrick. We, I asked how many people had a budget. I hope you raised your heads. And I think about it as it's so important, but so many people didn't raise their hand. 
you know, and here we are, there's what, 60 college students in there that are in business that have no yeah. idea what they're spending. And I know we've talked about Dave Rams a lot. And I just, I appreciate the fact when people understand where their money is, if they want to work business, they're going to be a manager of a place. They have to understand what money is all about. Right. And then it's not just, you know, it's, it's not a simple here, I'm going to go buy this. I mean, it has to be budgeted and yeah. it has to be taken care of. And that comes back to the, the, the context of, of being intentional, right? Exactly. Like you're, you're doing it on purpose. And, and if you do, you're budgeting on purpose. You're going to be more likely to do your marketing on purpose. You're more likely to do your business management on purpose and all those sorts of things. And so all and this really comes back to it's not really life in general. Yeah, be, be mindful. Be intentional. Yeah. Do, do things on purpose or, or things will happen you don't want to happen. Exactly. So, um, Patrick, I wanted to ask also about variants. Are there, are there certain brands that you're loyal to? Because we've talked about branding and mm-hmm. building a brand and, and all of that kind of stuff as marketing goes. Is there a, a, any brand that you're loyal to? Like, I'm going to shop with this company because reason i mean not like a specific brand but if you consider like shields brand oh not yeah like just because like their customer service is always so good you know mm-hmm. like, in fact if we had a water ski break after like two years in a spot it shouldn't and they didn't ask a single turned it they got us a new one mm-hmm. we had a boot rip a new one they're like they're just so helpful and i feel like other stores i'm always they try to sell me the most expensive model mm-hmm. but at shields you know they're actually like, what specifically i'm going to use something for what I've had in the past and they try to find me the product for me and because of that you know our family has been okay paying maybe Shields has compared to its competitors because we're getting that quality of an experience with it. Oh, the Shields I tot- family would be so happy to hear that. Right? And I totally, I totally, I, I'm with you. I will yeah. spend more money for customer service than I ever will for an actual product. Yeah. And and Lenovo, uh, I have a Lenovo ThinkBook Carbon laptop. They're a high end laptop. And I have a Lenovo docking station and my docking station wasn't working with my laptop and blah, blah, blah. And same thing. I call them up. I'm like, Hey, here's what's happening. Here's what I've already done as far as troubleshooting. And they're like, yeah, it sounds like you've already done all the troubleshooting. I'm not going to make you go through the, the silliness of doing all that stuff again. We'll just send you a new one. They overnighted me one. I had the next day and I put the old one back the prepaid shipping back and that was it. It was just such a great experience. And, and I, and not to mention the product is incredible as well. It's a very well built laptop and yeah, it's mm-hmm. that customer service told me I'll never buy another brand of laptop again. Isn't that you know? crazy when you think about all of the talked about? It, a lot of this leads back to the customer service. Think about the the robot vacuum. Oh yeah, that was the same yep. thing. Yep. You know, we talked about that where I, it is custom. So this is so this is so silly. Did you buy to very seriously <laughs> considering it. So, I love it. So my daughter has like the one, and so we were at her house for her apartment for Thanksgiving. And it wasn't working right. She's trying to make it go. And it, like, it would come out from the little stand and then just sit there for a long time. Ended up, she get it, got it figured out. But I just remember thinking, I wonder if an iRobot would do that, if a, if, a, if a Roomba J7 would do that. And I sat there and told my parents, because they all came up to my daughter's place, for a half an hour talking about the the Roomba that avoids dog poop. Like we, it, That marketing has been very, very effective. Because now my mm-hmm. mom's going... You know, it would kind of be nice mm-hmm. to have one of those, you know, and I'm and they're they're not cheap They're I think that having the newest one that has all of the cool technology, it's like 700 bucks. Yeah, you know, so they're not cheap. cheap, but, you know, you buy a Dyson 
animal, they're five or six hundred dollars. You buy mm-hmm. a Ricard, you buy a I don't know, is Kirby still around? You remember the Kirby vacuum I do remember. cleaners? They used to come to your they used bank? to come to your door and sell Kirby's. But uh, you know, those are six, seven hundred dollars, you know, mm-hmm. I, and so do I want one that I have to push around myself or should I just buy this $600 one that does it for me yeah, see, and I, avoids the dog poop? I think I shared this, but I love vacuuming. Carpet. Like vacuuming is my therapy. Do you I, really? Oh, man. What kind of vacuum cleaner do you have? Um, do you have a Dyson? I do have a Dyson. I don't think it's the dog one. That's interesting you say that. Is it the ball? No, it's the Dyson yel- Animal is the oh, is the brand. Is yeah, the, yeah. No, is mine's a yellow Dyson? one. That's, I think that, I think that's, I think so. Okay. I think yeah. that's the ball. Yeah. I should know I, that. So as dumb as this sounds, I've studied vacuum cleaners because like- a while back I bought a shark because I oh, saw yes. the, I saw the shark, the infomercial on mm-hmm. TV and started looking. I'm like, is this thing really as good as they say it is? Or is this just, you know? And so I started research on the various vacuum cleaners and shark actually really, really good quality and are comparable, but they, they're just a. You know, they're just a hair. That price point's a little bit cheaper. And mm-hmm. so I did buy a shark, and it lasted a long time. I had it for, I think, 10 years. What I miss about infomercials, I mean, I watch them at night, and they do. I, I will say I'm a nighttime purchaser sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I miss about infomercials that we don't have right now, and maybe we do, I just, maybe you could do it on but thinking about how you compare all these. Yeah. So that's the one thing that always got YouTube me. YouTube does that. There's yeah. A lot you just have to search for it on yeah, infomercials. It's right it. there. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Look at the Dyson, the shark. You know, I mean, you can see the difference and they show you the difference in how it picks up. Hopefully it's believable. So, Patrick, that's a question then for you is is as a student as a, of marketing now, have you have you run across those kind of experiences where you went, I've seen this product on TV. I'm going to go dig into it and do a little bit more research. I saw it on an ad on Facebook or TikTok or whatever, then ended up actually purchasing one. Um, I haven't actually purchased, but when you guys were talking about this and you brought up the, like, the potential of a lawnmower, uh-huh. I actually had one of those. Like, really? After you guys decided it wasn't a, a good lawnmower? idea, they, they had one. And so I like was researching about it a little bit because it seemed like kind of a cool idea, but it goes 24-7 in their yard. It just has to go all the time in order to cut oh, the lawn. Just, to keep- just, you know, it goes to a wall and then takes a random angle once it hits, like, you set up, like, an electric fence, and once it hits the borders of the fence yeah. to a random angle and goes till it hits another edge. So in order to get the front yard, backyard, side, sometimes it'd be in the backyard for four days at a time before it went somewhere else. <laughs> and <laughs> they did not have a very nice grass. So uh. after that, whether it was because of the, uh, the lawn, but I really, because I had seen commercials about yeah. it, and it seemed like such a cool concept, but yeah. then after seeing it... In- and also, it's only like 10 pounds, and it goes 24-7, and we're like, what are the odds someone just picks it up overnight exactly. and walks, walks away, with, away it. with it? Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's that's a great example of, and mm-hmm. the product's not really, doesn't live up to the hype, you know, because mm-hmm. I've had that too, right? right. Like you see the, it's it's like the, it's the wish version of whatever product, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you know, that looks really cool, and then you get it, and it's, you know, but, size Yeah, because expected. they advertise it, and they promote it so well, and then you get it home. It's not, that doesn't work. That products that I've purchased lately. You've been a little disappointed with. (laughs) Well, and it's probably my own fault because, again, it's a late night purchase or it's a purchase where I'm scrolling through social media and I see it. I should buy this. Okay, it's only $29.99. And now life is so easy with a PayPal button. It's almost ridiculous. Well, and so, and I, there's kind of on the opposite spectrum. I'm a, I had, I used to have a pair of Oakley's. I lost my Oakley sunglasses and it killed me. I had the Oakley mm-hmm. Batwolves. They were perfect. I loved them. Best sunglasses I ever owned. And 170 bucks, but worth every. I don't usually. I, I'm, it's a long story. I wear sunglasses a lot because and it makes it easier for me. But the the sunglasses 
these Oakleys that I bought. I finally found like the perfect pair of sunglasses. Had lost them, and another hundred and seventy dollars on sunglasses. But I ran across Shady Rays, which were advertised by Dave Ramsey, and they were advertised. They're all over social media and stuff. So I bought a pair of Shady Rays, and loved them. Just as good as my Oakleys. I didn't shape quite as much as I liked my Oakleys. They were great sunglasses. Again, but they have a lifetime warranty, no questions asked. So I sent an email, and for $8 shipping and handling, they sent me a matching pair. Nice. And exactly like the ones I got, and no questions asked. It was perfect. Then about a month later, I found them again. So now I'm of Shady Ray sunglasses. So. How ethical were you? Go. Well, and, and so I, I did try, like, hey, I did find these or whatever. They're like, no, that's okay. Okay. That's their thing. Yeah. Like, they, we, don't, we don't care. Like, we're not going to We're going to we're gonna support our product, and we this is part of what we do. And, and so, that yeah. is the last part. When we were talking about marketing plan, that last uh, podcast, mm-hmm. you know, that's the last part is thinking about loyalty. Are mm-hmm. you going to get people back? Yep. And are they going to come back because of how you treated them, because of how the product was, all of that. And I think that that's important because obviously you're going to just continue to buy from yep. them. And Shady Rays now has a set of or a pair of sunglasses that are much similar to my mm-hmm. Oakleys that I have very much considered buying. Mm-hmm. And and the only reason I haven't is because I'm waiting until after if I get them for Christmas. So. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and you know, you, you should tell your wife, hey, you should listen to podcast number. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> Just that's a too hint. Funny. No, so I think that's great. I, I think that we've 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 covered a lot of the grand there's obviously some, some detailed stuff that we've missed over the last seen episodes of, of podcasting, but I come back to asking what the last thing as we wrap this episode up, what's the most important thing? Patrick, in your mind, as it relates to marketing, what's the most important thing? I want to hear what Sandy has to say after that. I really think it's been the customer service aspect. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, obviously in a service industry, if you're a restaurant or if you're an entertainment venue, that's more clear that it would be important. But even like with skills, and if you can have that customer service, then you can charge the higher prices. You can have more products that maybe you wouldn't be able to sell without that loyalty because maybe it's something they don't need, but because you have their loyalty, then they will buy it. So Mm -hmm. I just think even in that aspect it's the customer service. and i think that addresses a little bit of the the ethics right it is does. that you live up to what you claim you're going to do you you live up to the marketing that you that you put out there absolutely and so, so does the customer because just like i said to you you know how how was your ethics i mean you felt obligated to have a conversation and say this is you know i found these extra ones and they were say no big deal but you wouldn't have done that if they that company was not ethical yeah if i had felt like they had been they had slighted me in some way i'm gonna go ah i got one over on them be that way so yeah so uh sandy for you i'm gonna call you patrick so sandy what is the what is the uh, what's the most important part of of marketing Oh, that's a tough question. It is. Uh, I will first say just the definition marketing is everything. And I think it really is. Mm -hmm. But I also love how we've come up with the idea of marketing is intentional. Yeah. And that is something that makes sense to me. Overall, everything that we've talked about, whether it's intentional, your people, about customer service, how your product is packaged, how your product is labeled, how your brand is developed and how people perceive your brand making sure that you're intentional to your target audience and putting out that message to that particular target audience. And then also be intentional assessing it. So are you measuring what you're saying you're doing and is it successful? And if it's not, don't do it. You know, create intentional marketing that is successful. Yeah. How about you, Brad? I I think that to me, that's the intentional part. That, that And that's kind of become 
strange, strange experience. Like I, this theme of intentionality mm-hmm. has come up in, in my life in so many different ways. Just literally the other day, my daughter has a new boyfriend recently and engaged in a, uh, a new relationship and, and not engaged to be married, but like just mm-hmm. has involved herself in a new relationship. And she sent me a text message the other day telling me that she's happy about her new boyfriend because he is so intentional. Oh. You know, it just, this, so that, that concept of intentionality has become a, a, a very important theme that has come up in my life a lot lately. But from a marketing standpoint, like doing things on purpose, uh, I'm a company that is, that is marketing a product because look, we all know, right. We're being marketed to. And especially now that I've been through this podcast for the last 16 weeks, like I, I recognize I'm being marketed to and, and that's a good thing. Like we, Dave Ramsey, I think is where we talked about this the entree leadership. And I keep, sorry for keep bringing him up, but he's just got some information out there. Um, he talks about seeing a service. Like we always think mm-hmm. that salesmen are, are trying to sneak something or get somebody over on us, but a good salesperson is providing a service. They're selling you a product that you need. And if it's at a fair price and it's a good deal and all of those sorts of things, then the salesman is serving you. He is serving uh, out of whatever you know, place in his mind or heart or whatever. And so that, that servanthood mindset, if that's done intentionally, I don't mind being, because if you have a great product that offers great customer service and it's something that I need or want, well, I want you to, because I want to engage in that experience with you as a person, as a, as a marketer, as a salesperson, as a business owner, because you know, who knows what kind of friendships will grow out of that. Mm -hmm. Or even if it's not a friendship, just, I've got this great product that yeah. I now use and it makes my life better. And, 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 you know, it's a product that I've, so my wife and I got a book for our, I think it was for given to us for our anniversary called the adventure challenge a book that has date ideas in it. And it's got like the little scratch off cool. ticket things yeah. and it's a thing. And then you have to go do that date. And like that product helps bring my wife and I closer together. We get to do more date type stuff and things like that. And so that is a good product at a good price that that makes my life better. And so if you're marketing that intentionally, that I like that. I, yeah. I think that's a good thing. So and I, the reason co- why they're doing that is because they understand the target market. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome. So yeah, it's intentionality for me. Yeah. So that's cool. it. So, well, I, Sandy, this is technically the last episode of, of the, the marketing podcast for the class, but... I'm kind of hoping it's not what we get to do together. No, I think we should continue. So as these students go into their future careers, they can check out to see if yeah. we have continued this and still, then laugh and say, continue. oh my gosh, I love you crazy people talk to right in Back when I was like, you remember that? Yeah. So, and now they're, now they're the next Elon Musk or. Oh my or gosh. That's a great that dream. So. I, 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 you know, I came or from. Gary V maybe oh, some more. We just want to say the Gary V word. Still haven't heard back from him. I'm a little yeah. disappointed. I came from a, a very, and I'm not going to say poor because that's not the right words, but I came from a mediocre family yeah. and uh, raised kids. I was a single mom for a long time. So do you just, and you appreciate all the different steps in your life. Yeah. And that's kind of how it's been with marketing. Marketing has changed my life and it, maybe it's a, it's intentional, right. right? But I think marketing has changed my life so much that I am excited for the next steps in marketing and podcast maybe is the next step. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it goes. So I'm excited about it and I know I've got 
I can't announce it yet, but I've got yeah. your stuff in my life as well. And so hopefully continue all this. And, and Patrick, not Andrew, thank you for... <laughs> for you're not, your middle name's not Andrew, is it? No. Okay. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been awesome. His mom would have been, been yeah. like, now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for coming out. For we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll do this again, hopefully, very yeah. soon. Thank you. Thank you.